Hello and welcome to the War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, here by Quan and joined by a very, very special guest, the man that has produced so many of your favorite podcasts, Wrestle Rap, the, the Renee Young Oral Sessions podcast. I forget the name of the Carmella and Corey Gray's podcast. It's like bear, on the, it's, it's, yeah, bear with us. Bear with us, okay. I, I had bear, and then I, like nothing followed up on the rest of the brain. My brain just yeah. flatlined. Emilio Sparks, how you doing, man? Good, man. Good. I also produce Talk and Shop as well. Yeah, so, with with uh, the Good Brothers, Gallows, Anderson, and Rocky Romero. So, I'm Dude. busy, <laughs> busy and booked, man. Uh, glad you can make it. This is early for me because I was I was hoping like, oh man, I'm going to bed super late because I had two deadlines that I had to meet. And I texted Sai early this morning, and I was like, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be up by noon. <laughs> but then I woke up to use the bathroom, and I was wide awake. And I was well, like, hey. Well, well, by the time I replied, you're just like, I'm already up. <laughs> I'm already up, so let's let's just go. And he was like, great, let's do it. So here we are, man. Thank you, guys. This is this is fun. I'm, I'm excited to be here. I, I'm, a, I'm an avid listener of what you guys do, so. All right. Uh, Thanks for all the support, man. Uh, And it was fun when I uh, came by to talk about Power Rangers and stuff on um, on Wrestle Rap. That was fun. Well, that's the thing. We have zero desire to ever really talk about pro wrestling. (laughs) It's just it's it's just trying to be a Michigan of just things that we want to talk about now. At the the end of the day, that's it. If we could shoehorn in maybe 10 minutes of wrestling now, that gets your fix. But honestly, it's just we just want to bullshit about Power Rangers and <laughs> Lucifer and what we're eating and whatever, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, you can go on the Wrestle Rap feed and go listen to that episode. I yeah, think, it's good. Uh, yeah, it's some really good stuff. Um, we talked about the women's division and CM Punk stuff. And I guess we'll get into some debuts that uh, happen on uh, AEW. But first... Tony Khan's comments <laughs> on the potential Tuesday night uh, NXT move. I read these quotes and I'm just like, yeah, I, I, I don't really like see the like. I don't see the losing aspect of this. Like we talked about it a little bit last week, like NXT will be moving for NHL. But when NHL is over, will NXT just move back to Wednesday nights? Right, right. See, that's the thing. Um, as somebody that worked there, they don't lose. And they never <laughs> will. Okay? Yeah. Even even if it's not good, it'll become good. Mm-hmm. It's just over time. Revisionist history sometimes, or just the powers that be, or sometimes when it happens, it happens. Um, it honestly does go down to maybe what the network dictates because they do pay a ton of money. Yeah. Um, but I also think, yeah, I think it also kind of has something to do with getting shellacked in the ratings each and every week. <laughs> yeah. You know, um, in terms of losing, I don't really think it's an L. They're two distinctly different products with two distinctly different fan bases. Um, you know, one has been running in the early days when it was on Hulu during FCW. You know, so there's already a pacing and an ethos attached to it. And here you have a new a a new company that started up and on a network that's very happy with what's going on. So much so that you're getting crossover appeal with the NBA on TNT. I don't see it as like Tony says, as a as a loss. I think it's just, you know, now we don't have to worry about people switching back and forth Mm -hmm. and 
you know, I think we can get even more critical of the product based on what our viewers dictate on social media. So if something doesn't go right now or we don't like something, we don't say, well, Finn Balor and Adam Cole got into a war of words. So that's why people were watching. No, now you can really finite the details of what goes on with your product and really look at it as, okay, this was wrong. So double audio is playing from an NBA game. People went over and watched <laughs> NXT. Okay, it's not because the match was bad. It was because the audio wasn't syncing up and it was out of whack. Okay, so I'm going to go over there until they correct that. So you, say, yeah. you see what I mean? So it, it's not – I don't. I think Tony's right. It's not about wins or loses. Um, I think it's more about just now understanding and, and cultivating – your your content for your specific fan base. Yeah. Uh Kwan got anything to add? <laughs> um, I think Emilio covered it, but yeah. just from a personal standpoint, I think it's just gonna be so much easier for you know, obviously for fans like us, we're gonna watch both shows. For me and you as Pacific Cyrus, we gotta watch both shows within, you yeah. know, that that night. So by the time I usually alternate which show I watch first and which I watch second. So by the time I'm watching the second show, I'm like I'm halfway out of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna be as attentive. So I mean, honestly, switching to Tuesday, it's a win-win for everybody in my eyes. Um, and like Emilio said, you can really, you can really nitpick at what was working for the show because there's no, oh, this is happening on that show, so I'm gonna switch to that. Like we get, you can you can sit and watch both shows with you know direct attention to nothing even if you look at your timeline because if i'm looking at my timeline i'm tweeting about nxt and then the rest of my timeline tweet about aew which which happens fairly often which which happens often i'm not i mean i'm not sure the exact numbers but you know aew seems like it gets more you know into social interactions online at least on my timeline you know uh i would say i would say it get it it gets it first yeah Yeah. that's that's fair yeah I, i think there's a latency period yeah. In regards to everybody who watches AEW live, including myself, I won't watch NXT. I will wait the next day yeah. because it's on my DVR. Yeah. So I have a question for you two. Do ratings even matter anymore because no. of the way we collect the data and the way that the data is now sent to us? You know, you're talking about when Alvarez tweets out like the number – yeah. yeah, that's like that's a quantitative thing, but that's just who watches it on Wednesday. You know what I mean? Yeah, there. there uh, I think if there was a total viewer thing that, like, he tweeted at the end of the week, I think that would make more sense. Or like, right? Because do now a bigger you impact. Fact, right? Because now you have to f- factor in also all the the DVRs as well. DVRs, YouTube, YouTube clips, YouTube yeah. clips, like that's all the data. So you y- you need all of that to really say who's taking an L. And to be honest with you, none of them no, are taking no. an L in terms yeah. of who's watching because there's so many eyes on the product on the back end of the analytics that we don't know. So so, so many people looking at the product and then WWE kind of getting everybody's eyes on wrestling once again, despite you know ratings plummeting for uh for Raw and SmackDown, which is right. interesting. It is an, it, listen, it's an interesting concept to see, but that can say, well, why are the ratings plummeting? Okay, well, listen, during football season, 
it's over. You know what yeah. I mean? Like specific things like, you know, the NBA finals or the playoffs or, you know, MLB playoffs, you know, the numbers are going to fluctuate up and down. You know, it's, mm-hmm. it's not 1999 anymore. You know what I mean? And then it's like, it's, it's not also like the early aughts where they're pulling 8 million views on, for Friday Night Smackdown, you know, it's it, it's different now. Yeah, they're on network television, so I think there's a, more of an impotence to have a, a, a greater share. Mm. But also, again, at the end of the day, I think these big networks know that it doesn't matter anymore because they also have yeah. these streaming sites. So, yeah. like, they also know, like, you're paying for the content, so we're cultivating an audience for you. It, it's it's basically like a giant Patreon, to a yeah. degree, because now you're going to get Peacock. And not only are you going to get WWE, but you're going to get everything else on Peacock. So, but WWE is just the added bonus for the wrestling fan. Yeah. You know, that, that's just what it is. So when it comes to like things like that, I think that's where we have to really start to separate, you know, being marks who are into yeah. a ratings war and then being real, like critical <laughs> journalists just, as I, as I throw up the air quotes. In yeah. regards to or just being honest, right? You have to be honest, and you know, Quan makes a really good point. Where my timeline is inundated with a ton of NXT or a ton of AEW, right? My timeline's more based on AEW because that's the show that I think a lot of individuals watch in real time. Yeah, and I think also, and, and it's not even who has the more rabid fan base because I think both are are pretty equal. And I yeah. think there's definitely a line in the sand with who watches NXT and who watches Dynamite. Me, I'm always I'm going to Dynamite first because I enjoy Dynamite Live. There's something to me it's special about watching and sometimes tweeting about Dynamite Live where I can sit and I can fast forward through NXT if I'm not really feeling it, you know. And yeah. but that comes with storyline and presentation with a lot of it. Like Raw and, Raw and SmackDown. Oh, we don't. <laughs> it, it, I don't it, do that. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> you watch them and you think, okay, this one's not being pushed properly. This storyline's really weird. They're dragging this one out or this dude or this girl ain't getting pushed. So why do I want to sit each and every week live and watch this when I can just yeah. fast forward to the stuff that I like? So again, it's <laughs> literally curating your content. Yeah, it, it's all curating content because that's uh, that's kind of like uh, some of the feelings that I have about AEW. But uh, last thing on this topic is that Cody was asked about the same thing as well on this topic about, you know, the potential move. And he's like, you know, it's good for both of us. And I think that is the right mindset to have more than, yes, we won. You know, they're the biggest loser, you know, throw pyro parade and all that stuff. It was just like, you know. Anything could happen when the NHL season is over. This will do good numbers for both of us. And if NXT, you know, does amazing on Tuesdays, they might not even look to at Wednesdays ever again. So, which I think it will. I think it will do oh, very absolutely. well on Tuesdays. You know, it's it's its own home. It's its own eyes. Yeah. You know, I watch Impact on Tuesdays, so there's no way like I watch because I, <laughs> I like I like Impact. Yeah. Um, but if they did it at 10 p.m., I would watch NXT. Yeah. 10 p.m. you know but um it's just it's just a matter of like okay we have this network at our disposal they're gonna let us do whatever we want because outside of Crisley knows best and chicago pd (laughs) and whatever else is on there i miss i miss modern family before and so do i Uh, right i miss modern family too like you know they don't really air it that much anymore that's how i got my 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 fix on modern family um now it's just straight up steve austin after roar 
Uh, but it it comes down to like, hey, now we have this own night. It's unique. It's insulated in its own little bubble where now the eyes are on it. You can you can legitimately yeah. watch. You can watch this. You know, at any given point of the, of the week now, wrestling's on. AEW has, what is it, Elevation Dark on Monday. Then they have Dark on Tuesday. Then they have um, Dynamite on Wednesday. So they have three solid days of programming. And to me, the future has always been the streaming platforms on YouTube and Twitch. I think those social channels mm-hmm. are very, very important. And I think now bigger companies are really understanding the value of those companies. And then yeah. you have Monday Night Raw. NXT Tuesday nights, and then you have SmackDown on Fridays, right? And then whatever else they air on Peacock or whatever other. There, there, there is literally wrestling for the whole weekday, and then you know, absolutely. Uh, and and on, on a good week, you know, you get uh, the crazy amount of stuff on your weekend. Right, and you're not even counting Impact on Tuesdays New and Japan. New Japan Strong on yeah. Fridays, which mm-hmm. to me is the best storytelling and best wrestling right now. So if you don't subscribe to New Japan World, my suggestion is get on that because Strong is a very, very good show. Uh, I, I got to check it out. I, I want to see Kenta's run to where he got the briefcase. I think that was great. Oh, it, it's cool, man. It, it definitely tells a story. But then also it shows what the company wants to invest in a cat like John Moxley because they easily could have took the title off of him. Yeah, I, I think that would that would have been uh, the best decision since he can't necessarily go over, but not necessarily. Because look at what they have in, yeah. in terms of product wise with strong. So they want to build a, a they want to build an American television show mm-hmm. for their American audience, right? Yeah, because sometimes it's hard to follow, and the time difference is crazy when you really want to watch a big pay-per-view from new Japan. I know that if I don't take a nap at like, you know, in the afternoon to be ready for wrestle kingdom road to Dantaku, new year's dash or whatever. And let's be honest. If you're not a die hard new Japan fan, you're only watching four shows a year. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so you could go back and you could watch everything on new Japan world. But again, to sit down and watch strong on Friday, it's like, ah, oh, cool this is something that i could yeah I could sink something my for us into. it's quick it's it's using a ton of new talent that probably would have not had an opportunity if there was not a global pandemic yeah, yeah. so you have guys that come out of the la dojo who are primed and ready clock connors you have carl fredericks you have uh, the yeah. DKC. you have guys like that that are really really good i was really happy to see gabriel kidd there yeah, I think absolutely. He, I think he's a fantastic yes. wrestler. Absolutely. Then you got to see guys like Chris Bay, and you get to see Blake Christensen, um, mm-hmm. Leo Rush. Leo Rush. I mean, yeah. you got to like Chris Dickinson, the Regal Twins. Um, you know, and then you have you, you literally have veterans and player coaches like Rocky Romero come on, and Kenta, yeah. and John Moxley. So my thing is this: brand identity is huge because John Moxley is probably one of the most important figureheads in professional wrestling on yeah. screen right uh so outside of, uh, outside of the wwe yeah i think i think in terms of 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 yeah notoriety yeah they go oh my god that was dean ambrose oh what is he doing now you know yeah. but yeah. you're gonna watch john moxley be the bridge 
to New Japan for AEW. And you're also going to see the good brothers who could show up on New Japan and on AEW, but they're also the reigning Impact Tag Team Champions. But, you know, guys like Tony Khan and Kenny Omega, Kenny had the original idea and pitched it to Tony. And Tony liked the idea, so they ran with it. But who do you have to make it to make it work well all right obviously you know kenny is going to be one of the impact players but the the reason it works is because you needed a guy like john moxley to push it through it gives it like like a legitimate credible thing you know outside of of the magic that is kenny omega because to me i I don't think it gets any better than than omega i think omega is a really special dude and i know people have been poo-pooing on his heel run and to me you celebrate him and you watch him as a character because you don't you watch him, you boo him, yeah, because that's just professional wrestling. But if mm-hmm. you were to see what he does and how he's executing all of this interesting shit, like that is that is something that needs to be applauded. Um, but in regards to that, you want John Moxley as your United States champion because people are gonna want to watch John Moxley work, and it just adds like a really cool shine on the belt. So. Yeah, uh, I can see there, but I also. Uh... He doesn't show up on Strong as often, but right. when when he does or when he's able to, I think that uh, that will make the brand shine. I don't know if TNT lets him do it or not, or whatever they decide to let him do. But one last topic for in the trenches: NXT stand and deliver two night takeover. I I know Quan last week you're just like, oh, that, that's a Thursday. How the hell they're gonna manage that? But. Uh, yeah. April 7th and April 8th, two nights. One will be on USA and the other one will be on the network slash Peacock. And I saw a lot of people not big fan of this, but I was just like, you guys were going absolutely crazy when Wrestle Kingdom was two nights and begged WrestleMania to be two nights. NXT takeovers are always great. So I think having two nights of this is going to be fantastic. Um, for uh, I think I think for international fans, I'm not sure what the Peacock deal will entail because I know the second night is like exclusively for Peacock, so that might be why some people are upset. Um, at least that's what I, it sounded like on the uh, on the broadcast when they were talking. I I, I don't I don't follow a lot of international <laughs> folks. I'm sorry. Going, no, no, I, I, I'm, I'm 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 not trying to go in on the folks across the pond, but I personally have not seen that. I don't know. Yeah. Excuse me. I don't know what's the case for the Peacock situation overseas. Like, because I know uh, NXT last week, like, that was like the first time it was like in Canada on television. Yeah. So, but A. We we're 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 not a WWE uh, sponsored podcast here, so I'm so. just gonna say if you can't get it on Peacock, you know, <laughs> you know that you know the sites, you know, you know what time it is. Look, I, I I just just watch wrestling. You know what I mean? There's a, there's an international. Hey, look, look. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a, there's a website out in Laos you can watch the watch the show. You feel me? But I, I, um, if you really want to watch it. <laughs> screw peacock you know you know how you can watch these <laughs> you shows know the vibe. but um in all seriousness no no well i guess not that serious but like wwe trying to kick our ass that week bro there's so much oh, stuff. that whole week is insane bro well they, i mean they got to make up for for last year for last year you ain't lying you know? but yeah they're, they're absolutely 
going crazy. So hey, it, you're getting Monday Night Raw. Tuesday, uh, you're you're gonna get the uh, NXT. Did another NXT <laughs> into uh, into Friday SmackDown and hey, NXT UK that week probably. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, on that Thursday. is well. We normally record on tuesdays but we we might have to shuffle some stuff around so we can record at an appropriate time because we'll i know that takeover is not going to air well it's going to air at the normal nxt time so uh that's going to be a little crazy but stand and deliver is looking to turn out really really well um i i think we have our two main events already and yeah. we'll talk about it when we get to the show but uh stand and deliver two nights i don't know if they're gonna make this a trend for NXT weekend. I hope uh, not. Yeah, Here, too, because here's the deal. I, I nice is crazy. Well, I think also you really stretch your talent thin too. But you there's know? a lot of people on NXT. Yeah, there's a lot of people, but are they ready? That's the question. Because you can watch a certain stuff and it's like, ooh, I don't know. Are they ready? I don't know who this person is. Do they have something about it? Like the the glory days of NXT for me were in early 2015, and you know, that it was more based on entertainment factor rather than work rate. Now, that might be crazy because, you know, you guys might be into the work rate stuff. Yeah, but, I, I love the work rate stuff. <laughs> but I, I don't – I want more, you know, entertainment. Guys like Enzo and Kaz were very, very entertaining. You know, there was a pageantry to that. You know, even even before, you know, his issues, Velveteen Dream. Mm -hmm. You were you were mesmerized by by the whole the whole mystique and and the entertainment portion of it, you know. Mm -hmm. Because here's what you remember in professional wrestling: you remember the intro, and you remember the ending. Everything else in the middle becomes yeah. foggy after like you know a couple of weeks. But to me, I feel they they don't have enough characters, you know, as opposed and, to the main roster. And it, and and then when you go up to the main roster, yeah, you have no character. No, where's your identity though yeah and uh i i think that that is the uh the complaint that i still have for ember moon um, right like who is she she's amazing she's she's done everything talented. in nxt she's done everything in nxt now yeah. that they they gave nxt women tag team championships first off they didn't need those belts they yeah. didn't need those belts because the women's tag team championships should have been defended all across everything yes nxt uk <laughs> nxt Raw, SmackDown. I don't even care if they show up on NXT Evolve. Those tag mm -hmm. team championships should have been the worker title like the Intercontinental Championship was in the 80s and the 90s. But I, now it's like they have they have way too many titles. I, it, I, it's getting I to like New Japan agree. level. Yeah, it's like it's like damn near at New Japan level. Just like so many belts. Do we need that? Like I understand, you know, they have a lot of women they just signed. And they needed something for the women to do. But like you said, they could have just had, you know, you could have had Shane and I come down to NXT. You or know, every or have Raquel and uh, go up or for their yeah. next challenger, like go right. uh, go back up there with uh, with Ember Moon and Shotzi Blackheart. Give Shotzi a taste of what the main roster stage looked like, you know, for those bright lights and spot, like go back to NXT and be like, wow, I was really up there. Well, I but you also have to there. So, right, but I also think now that's not how they think of it anymore. Yeah, I they, think they no. think of it as a uh, as a as a solidified third brand, which kind of is confusing because if it isn't your farm club system no more, what are you doing to develop and get your talent ready? 
Like, you know what I mean? You have yeah, all your, and- you have this facility and you have like the shows locally in Florida. Yeah. But now what are you, what are you, what are you doing? What's the onus on? Is it to teach like Gigi Dolan and, you know, all these other cats that are now that just got signed or is it, or is it, are you just presenting these performers with another platform to work? Uh, like, here you go. Now you have, you know, NXT evolve. We're mm-hmm. going to need where you might not be ready for NXT, which is two hours on USA, but we're going to put you here because we have you paid. I, okay. Like where, do, where do you go? I, and, the, I f- and who I, stands out? I feel like since a lot of people do have that, uh, I, I, I wouldn't say complaint, but uh, criticism that like, you know, NXT isn't necessarily like super duper fu- uh, developmental anymore. That is the, that's going to be that caters to those people that want to see the people like develop, uh, like truly develop, like starting from scratch to like the finish. Which essentially was the beauty of NXT originally yep. when it was on Hulu and then it went to the hour on the network. Like that was the important thing to me to see everybody grow and develop. Like, I wanted to see, you know, um, American Alpha grow out of nowhere. You know, I wanted to see someone like Carmella who just got signed and started to work her way in. Alexa Bliss, you know, The Shield. Um, Even watching The Wyatts back in the day on the FCW Hulu days. Yeah, You know, you were seeing that. To me, one of the most richest characters in NXT right now. Well, there's two. I think Shotzi Blackheart in the women's division is just special. Yeah. And I think Cameron Grimes, breakout star of of the year right now. Incredible. Because, you know, a rich hillbilly <laughs> investor in stocks and cryptocurrency Insanity. is so smart. It's so smart. You know, now I don't know if he did that in part in his real life where he wanted to play around because maybe he had some cash, but so smart that they did that. And that it was him. I think it was. I think it was perfect. But that's who stand out to me. So now you have all this, all this, you know, you have all these these bodies. So now, what do you do with these bodies if they're not ready for NXT? You know, and they signed some really dope professional wrestlers. I think Priscilla yeah. Kelly is super talented. Now she goes by the name Dolan. I think she is super talented. So where do you where do you plug Priscilla in? Where do you plug Gigi in? Do you plug her in in Evolve, NXT Evolve? Or is she that good where you can plug her in to NXT? Yeah. And then you got to figure out, you have a Taya Valkyrie. I'm just going to say that. You got Taya Taya. right there. (laughs) Now, why are you putting Taya on NXT when your women's division on Monday Night Raw is hemorrhaging for talent? Put her on there. Yeah. I... I, I agree as well. I definitely think that she definitely should have uh, <laughs> just, uh, well, I don't want to say just like shot to the main roster, but I really do think that she is very talented and people want to see, you know, the developmental process. And I think that Taya could really help a lot of those women get there before, right. you know, she eventually goes like she could be in NXT, but she doesn't like necessarily have to be there long. Like, I don't think like, being on NXT is like personally a bad thing for the most part. No, I, I, I think it's not. But let me ask you this then. If you were to develop contracts with these performers, right? 
do you give them the option if they're going to make really good money, depending on whatever the terms of the agreements are, right? Wherever they came from, whatever their pedigree is, and they make really good money. Um, I, I'm just saying, if you, you're going to make really good money. Yeah, of course. Do you have, should there be the option? Well, if you go to, you're going to go on Raw, SmackDown, or NXT, you get to choose. Because the, the pay, the pay scale is going to be the same. Like, mm. you're going to get this. This is going to be X amount like, against your downside. So, like, what's the, where, where's the option? Where do you go? But I also think the main roster gets, um, has, a, has a stain on it. Because yeah. when certain call-ups happen, they flounder. Like Keith Lee floundered, but Damian Priest is flourishing. I don't, think, I, think, I don't think Keith Lee floundered at all. Uh, well, I, I, I mean, listen, if you look at where it's, where it's going with Keith, Keith should be one of the premier guys and one of the focal points on Raw. And he's not even on TV right now. He's, he's hurt. hurt. Yeah, I know I that. that was, was <laughs> he's hurt. He's hurt. But, like, he can't cut promos. You had Drew, who is even – I get it. He was the champion, but he's cutting promos when he was when he had COVID. And he was gone for two weeks. Yeah. You mean tell me we can't have Keith doing, like, pre-tape stuff? I mean, because, because Keith is that good. And you don't see a guy like Keith Lee in a WWE ring. He has a lot of quality. He's a big guy that can fly. I, I, I don't know like how severe the injury is. Right. It, right. But you can't tell me it, that they didn't mess him up. It, I, it, won't, it, I, I wouldn't say they messed no. him up. I, it would just, I just think it was a bad uh, situation. And he kept, it's like a really snake bitten situation where he got, you know, he was in contact with COVID. Right. Then, like as soon as the train started moving, contact yeah. with COVID, he came back. The train started moving where he was supposed to be at fast lane. And then and he, he got, got hurt again. So I, I think, I, the think whole, I think they mismanaged him. I think they mismanaged him. And then they were like, oh shit, now we got to get it right. All right, now we got Damian Priest. Let's put him with bad money. I, 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 <laughs> very smart move. Great move. And I don't know. I, I think that was always going to be in the plan because I didn't I don't see them putting Keith Lee with bad money. Yeah. <laughs> so I I I would say the, the Keith Lee situation is very unfortunate. I I would say he had, he had an amazing debut. I wouldn't say they floundered him, but yeah, I don't the think ma- the, I don't think the debut was amazing at all. And I also think that you know having no crowd and it's just digital yeah, screens the, really like hinders these things. Uh, I, I I'm I'm praying that uh, Rhea Ripley does well on the main roster, but uh, let's let's talk about a little bit about NXT. The man who reigns as the NXT champion, the first WWE Universal Champion, the Prince. Finn Balor. Finn Balor being champion makes this the most important title in the game. And finally, and triple crown champion and the longest reigning NXT champion in history, Adam Cole. Finn Balor's very, very talented, very good. He's not Adam Cole. What do you want to talk about on NXT? <laughs> what are we women, discussing? The, the, the women tag title debut, I think that was fantastic. Uh, having a lot of, having, showing just all the women that they have on the roster. I think that was fantastic. I can't wait to see all of them eventually get their time to shine and debut, whether if it's NXT or NXT Evolve. They seem to be giving uh, Zoe Stark like a lot of burn. So that's very interesting to see that yeah, she, she just debuted. But, you know, she, uh, a, a lot of these former, uh, well, these Shimmer alumni is like, I don't think they should just, you know, be doing 
just like uh or like just in the background just working out <laughs> like they they definitely should be uh on the show because they are some seriously talented women in shimmer so oh my god if if you can do a documentary on all the women that came from shimmer and now are now. really big deals yeah. yeah they don't get their flowers that company it's I, a great company and 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 that's why i i love to give shimmer all, all their praises like a there's so, so many people on the roster now that is part of Shimmer, and I think that's fantastic. Um, debuting... They got the strongest women's division in the game. Oh, definitely. Uh, and, 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 that's, and you can even say, you could put that against the main roster. They got the strongest, the NXT women's division is the strongest in the game. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, I, think, I think these belts, the, the physical belts themselves, I think they look mm. great. Yeah. I personally like the main roster belt design a little bit more. Same. I like I, the I, NXT I, belts more. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> My timeline seemed like more towards the uh, the NXT belts. It's on uh, brand for sure. It's yeah, totally definitely. on brand. Yeah, which is definitely on brand. Big but old NXT need them, right Do they need them though? That's the I, question. Do I definitely think them? I definitely think they did because uh, s- same thing that happened for the uh, men's division when there was only one belt and they were just like, okay, let's spice it up by adding the North American. Uh, I would prefer I would prefer a singles title. I'm not a big tag team wrestling guy. I would prefer to like a singles title, but like since it seems like nobody's taking off Io Shirai, it just definitely gives something for a lot of the women to work towards. And I love when they debuted the the titles. They were just like, yeah, that may roster booking bullshit. We're not having that here anymore. Here's the titles that you rightly deserve. Right. And I right. Th- I thought that was so funny that like they said that, and then Wade Barrett continued to like really uh harp on that during the the tag team title match like i I thought that was very interesting (laughs) did you guys have a problem with them doing the title switch the hour within the rain was that no not at all no Uh, because i i if if we're coming from a a construct of combat sports and they're if they're going to treat professional wrestling as a combat sport you know um I, i don't mind that somebody gets slumped an hour into their rain and then you have somebody new you know and then yeah those who, a team who deserves it, you know, what right, I mean? exactly. like bo- bo- exactly. both, both of them deserve it. I thought that was great. Uh, I but later on the show, Raquel Gonzalez just like summed up how I feel like there's only one first, yeah, it doesn't matter if it was only like five seconds a week, you know, and some change. Like the history books is gonna say that they were the first, right. and that's yeah. don't you there. enjoy the chase more than anything else? So now you mm-hmm. want to see. You know, Raquel and Dakota chase those bad boys. Well, think, from, yeah. from, what, from what it looks like, it looks like Raquel's well, yeah. I mean, going for uh, EO, which, you yeah. know, it should have happened months ago since she pinned her. Yeah. Right. It, games. We, we, we were wondering, like, when are they going to follow up with this? And I think they were just buying their time because they needed some uh, needed some tag teams for the Dusty Cup. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it was just like, you know, she lost the titles and now she's going to be facing EO Shirai. Is this really a loss? <laughs> no, not at exactly. all. Uh, you know, they're just a tool in the storyline to get yeah. your agenda moving forward. That's and it. Uh, and now uh, you can say she's a former NXT Women's Tag Team Champion, so now yeah. it adds more legitimacy to what yep. she's done. Yeah. So, it the the accolades, no matter how long it the the accolades are there. And speaking of Io Shirai, Io Shirai versus Tony Storm. How'd you feel about the match? I love Tony Storm. I think she's super talented, man. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and we got a a 
a better version of that triple threat match when it was just them now, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is no shot to Mercedes Martinez. I think she's great, but there was a weird pacing in that triple threat match. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't really highlight how good those three workers are. So now we get to see Tony versus EO in in a more confined space to allow them to just yeah. really work with each other. You know what I mean? So, and yeah. I want to see EO also work Mercedes in a singles again. Yeah. I, I would love to see that as well. I want to see that because it's like that, that's where you're really going to, to make it work. Um, I think Tony's super talented, but it's like, I, right, now where do you go with her? You know, like she did it now. Now, like that was the storyline. That was the continuing mm. storyline. Now it sets up for Raquel, but now what does Tony do? Okay, now that they have women's tag team championships, who who does she get as her partner? Uh, right, exactly. Her, her Mercedes can get right back to it. They would. I they think so. Partners. I I think that that would be cool. Just uh, bring back some of these tag teams that uh, you know, let it not just be. They were just tagging for the for the Dusty Cup. Like, let them yeah. come back together and possibly okay. win the titles. And, but, it, and the thing with Tony is that she's she's super young. Mercedes has so much experience. How would it hurt for her to you know? hang around Mercedes for a couple months, really, you know, pick her brain about everything she's been through in her career. Well, how long has she wrestling? Like 20 years? Yeah, just uh, yeah, learn, as, learn as, and build off each as, other. Yeah, as long as Tony's been alive, pretty much. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, that's that's the thing, and I think that that's important to see. Like, you know what I mean? You have this veteran who has this wealth of knowledge. All right, let me take you under my wing. Let me sh- show you how to – this is exactly. this is how we should how and, we should work. And Dude. I, I – and I think that's how NXT is doing a lot of their developmental now is like having these veterans just work with these younger people. And then, you know, just soaking up that knowledge from that uh, said veteran, but with NXT uh, evolve coming up soon, you're going to see more of like quarter, like what a like rougher product with an asterisk, because a lot of these people that they did sign are very talented and have been working it for for a long time but yeah whatever happens for tony storm next i, th- I think uh it'll be interesting am uh, i bugging to say this is the women's division better than the men's right now in terms of what you want to watch yes title wise and i want to see eo main event a takeover as yeah. as the champion, I want I want to see that more. I, I think that's I think that's more of a compelling storyline because those girls brought it last night, man. Like yeah. they brought it. It was it was dope from start to finish. It wasn't it didn't feel too long. It it wasn't like because you know when you watch a match, you know when it feels too long. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like like you know like once you know like all right, there's the hope spot. Ah oh, damn! But then, like ten minutes, we get ten more yeah. minutes after the whole yeah. spot. Nah, well, I'm out. Like, well, well, when you're thinking, like you're looking at your watch and be like, "Oh, they just did the 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 spot where they both knocked each other out." Yeah. Damn that that add like that's a plus five on right. Uh, <laughs> right. Oh, they went three. They went three commercial segments, and there's still there's still more yeah, time. No. It, All right, it, when's the go home? It, it it was absolutely the perfect length. Uh, I thought this was a much different match than they had at the May Young Classic, but I thought this match was good nonetheless. Uh, and now, the other title match that like there was a lot of title matches on this show, and I thought that was very fantastic. Very strong episode. Um, 
Shanti Blackheart, Ember Moon versus uh wait, no, we already talked about that. Muffle. You're talking about Finn. Talking about I Finn. So, so, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> he losing it, bro. It's not good. Finn, Finn Balor, Adam Cole, a banger. We knew we knew what it was what yeah. it was gonna be when we came into it. I I love this match. Finn Finn's in his bag right now, man. I'm sorry. In my in my eyes personally, he's the best wrestler in the world right now. No, I don't think anybody's touching him. Uh, as, as of currently, as of March 11th, 2021, <laughs> in I, WWE or just the landscape of professional in, wrestling? In, in wrestling right now. Re- wrestling period. Right I definitely now. think that Finn Balor and Phoenix are Phoenix like your your one A one B. I think it's I think it's Phoenix and Kenny Omega really. Mm. Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that when we get into our uh, revolution <laughs> review. I have some thoughts. Wait, hold on. There, oh, there is it. a lot. There's a lot of big stuff that happened for the Adam Cole uh, and Finn Balor match. The match was very good. Kyle O'Reilly made his return. Uh, <laughs> dresses with Machine Gun Kelly, which is cool. <laughs> he went in Triple H closet for the G vest. <laughs> he, he 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 went out there, gave Adam Cole hell. It seems like now uh, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole are going to be out of the title picture and have their own thing while Good. Finn Balor and Karen Cross do their thing. Absolutely should be. Absolutely should be the thing, man. I think, oh, yeah. You know, uh, one of the issues that I, I take claim to and, and they, they strip Cross for a shoulder injury. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Balor breaks his jaw. You don't strip Balor. Balor should have lost to Kyle O'Reilly, so Riley could have had one in the clip. Right? Mm-hmm. Adam Cole could have been green with jealousy. And then Finn could have won it back. And then you could have saw everything that we've seen transpire between them now. And I think yeah. it, it added it would have added more to well, you had the thing that I want. And then I, as Adam Cole, your leader, better wrestler than you, the man, you wouldn't be here if it wasn't for me. You're carrying around the thing that I made relevant in NXT. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I would have. I think that would have been a, a better storyline than just super kicking everybody. It, it, as far as you know, stripping the title, like they're they're very loosey goosey with oh. the rule. So like <laughs> when when I was when I was watching when I first started watching like uh, years ago, and I was just like, oh, there's like a. 30 day clause where you have to defend the title. Like this is when they were on Miz's ass for not defending the intercontinental titles for a little bit. And I was just like, Hey man, we, we haven't seen Brock Lesnar in a minute. What's yeah. up with that? <laughs> I, I think yeah. the reasoning they didn't strip Finn is because they had just uh, took the belt yeah. off of um, carrying. They didn't want to do it, it like within a month. They were like, we can't do that again. Yeah. It, it was um, a circumstance, but it is what it is. It sucks. Um, but I'm with you, Amelia. Uh, I think, the point you made earlier about interim championships, that could have been a good time to say, okay, let's make it interim. You know what I mean? We could have Kyle O'Reilly even hold the inter- interim championship. Mm-hmm. You can still go that same Adam Cole route. They could have had, you know, Finn Balor versus Kyle O'Reilly for, you know, undisputed NXT champion. And then they could have yeah. went from there. Same thing. Um, yeah. I'm not mad at it. I think either way, where we're at now, I think the, these two matches – Paul O'Reilly and Karrion Cross and Balor, they're going to be great. They both have stories mm-hmm. already built in. Just Karrion, uh Finn. Well, Karrion Finn, I mean, well, like, no, Karrion's well, the oldest championship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, my, my, what I was going to say is that uh, 
sort of the the little mini issue, just like a small nitpick that I have with uh, Finn Balor and Cross, is that this will be for the title, but Adam Cole versus Kyle O'Reilly is the way hotter match because you know that story's already been brewing, and Karrion yeah. Cross doesn't ha- really have much character, like at all. Yeah. So they're really going to have to work towards that to build oh, He did something. have a character before. He did. He was supposed to be the devil incarnate. Now yeah. he's just some regular dude that wears chinos. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, it, I, I think the, the match with uh, or what he was doing with Santos definitely humanized him. But now they have to like forge a new character. And I wish they would have like started forging that before he got this title match. Juan, did they need to forge that? Did they need to forge a new character? Or they could have just let this whole devil work. Uh, I I looked at him as a devil. That's what I I looked at him as. I think they needed to because then it runs in, like, because before he was, like, no selling shit, you know? And it was just, like, you know, at some point, like, you're going to have to not be Superman for a little bit. And I think it was really cool that Santos Escobar, who was a cruiserweight, was the one that kind of, like, brought him down a little bit even like even though he lost it brought him down to earth and i think that uh that was cool i don't the 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 nxt mystical character is always something and we're gonna see issues with it later with Zia Lee, but it is what it is uh but let, let's get into the quick hits and then we could finally start talking about aew and everything that happened over the weekend jordan devlin is gonna come into nxt uh NXT next week, and then Santos Escobar is going to have to handle that. I think that's going to be uh, very interesting. MSK return. Uh, I'm not sure if the hand injury is still an actual real thing. I, I every time I hear hand injury, hand injury, I always think, oh, you know, it's temporary. You can work around. I mean, Loki, you can work around it. I mean, I don't know the severity of the injury, even well, if it's a shoot. But remember when Adam Cole hurt his wrist and he was wrestling with the cast, yeah, and they're just yeah, like, that's what I'm saying, injury. Just don't doing this. Yeah, Dream, we're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I just want to, you know, just a heads up now, now that we're going to have Jordan Devlin on TV, um, any we we understand, you know, the accusations that he had in his personal yeah, life going on. So I just want to, you know, reiterate, we don't condone any of that, if true or not. <laughs> yeah. Um, anything we talk about Jordan Devlin is all based off of TV, storyline, and in-ring purposes. Just, you know, just, just a forewarning now. Santos, we're gonna, we're gonna talk uh, Santos Escobar is my cruiserweight champion. That's my. <laughs> so, <laughs> it, uh, Jordan, Jordan Devlin is whatever. Uh, Santos Escobar is definitely my uh, champion. But, um, uh, that, that's going to be a hell of a match, man. Jordan Devlin, I don't know how much of UK you've been watching, but all his cruiserweight uh, matches he's been having, they've been strong, man. So, it should be a good match. I, I'm interested to see where they go with that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next week, uh, we have a. They had, they just like lined up everything for the next week. Uh, we nice. got the- Theory and Loomis. I think that should be a really good match. Uh, Leon Ruff and Swerve. That should be really cool as well. And LA Knight is finally going to have his debut. Uh, show show us something, man. He can talk, but let's let's see that work. I, I seen him work a little bit in uh, in Impact for the Impact Lucha Underground show. That was like a long time ago, so I'm not really familiar with how he's nah, he can go. He can go. He can yeah. Go. So, yeah. I hope they give him a really good opponent. It. I. I feel like they should just give him Bronson Reed. Uh, let that. Uh, let that be his first match since Bronson off Reed wanted to. Yeah, since Bronson Reed want to put hands on him. Uh, hey, let's do it. Start. Start it out. Because I, I don't know who else it could be. 
Um, they could like, throw, uh, a, throw a local. They could throw a Donuts at him real quick to get that match. Just you know, show uh, off. To, uh, to, to, uh, give him a light Tony Nice or something. Somebody yeah, from Tony 205 Nese. Live. Yeah. But we'll, we'll see how it goes with the Bronson Reed thing. But that is it for NXT. We're going to finally get into AEW and talk about what happened on Revolution. You think you're the Joker? No, I don't. I don't think he was joking. I think he was really going to try to. No, blow me the there's no stone. way. I think he, he was really being the Joker. To, I think he really and you're Batman. To, he wanted to blow. I like that, but I think he really wanted to blow me up for sure. I don't think he's that nuts. Twenty twenty. I don't know who paid for that bomb. I hope Tony Impact Khan, definitely did. You know that. Impact. Impact paid for the bomb. Definitely. That makes perfect sense. Well, I know. I think where we, we want to go. Where we want to go. Yeah. Let's just go. Let's just let's just go there. And you want to? Yeah. Let's just talk about the. The, 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 the most talked about thing is but the, wait, wait. The but botch. first how, but like how did we feel about the pay-per-view overall i liked it a lot i thought it was good it it, it showed a lot it highlighted so many new talent i mean yeah. that that brass ring match i mean it was really good scorpio sky should be a much bigger deal he's so good yeah. um the debut of ethan page come on Come on, yeah, man. Like, one uh, of my favorite dudes to watch work. I think Ethan is so talented. Uh, you want to talk about character. He just gets it. He's a he's very good in the ring, but he's a very dynamic speaker. Um, whether or not you, you watched him do his karate man stuff and impact or on <laughs> Talking Shop of Mania 2 or even on his YouTube series that he was doing because he was vlogging and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Ethan's very, very good. So I thought that match as a whole really highlighted a lot of cool guys. And then it also planted the seeds for what we've seen on Wednesday with Pentagon and Cody Rhodes. So we got some really cool stuff going on there. Um, I like the cinematic version of Sting match. I I think it was, it was, it was really good. I thought that was the best match on the show. I I thought like I was so entertained. (laughs) It was really, it was really good. And everybody looked good. Sting did Mm. what he was supposed to do, which was to elevate the younger talent and make the younger talent stand out. And it also just goes to show like, Hey, in some capacity, I can still go. It's just a matter of now how creative can we get to really highlight all of my strengths and minimize certain weaknesses that come with age Mm -hmm. because at 62 years old, no matter how fit, no matter how mobile you could be, time catches up with you. It's yeah, inevitable. and hopefully they find very, very interesting and creative ways because Lance Archer got his eyes on Sting, and I am very worried for Sting <laughs> or right, how they I, might do that match. Right, but I think you could do a lot of mind game stuff with Sting. and I think you could do a lot of mind game stuff with, with Jake. Yeah, you know, Sting, so, the Sting and Jake dynamic is very interesting. Right. So I think you minimize Lance talking and Lance just be the heavy, let him breathe and puff out his chest and be the murderous fucking hawk that he is. Mm-hmm. And you just have you have Jake cut these promos. And I think you can really do something that is adjacent to a Firefly Funhouse where it's really like in the brain kind of thing where you're not maybe seeing a ton of moves, but you're seeing a lot of just like quick cuts and cinematic flashes and just like all these other things you know so i'm real curious to see what they do with that mm-hmm. I'm if, really, if if they could pull it off then i, I would I be think, down to see it see it I, I think they can i think aew can you know the 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 it was it is it two is it three cinematic matches that they had like do we consider the I mean, parking lot brawl between uh best friends and mm, lax no. a cinematic match because of 
of the way it was shot and like certain cuts with certain things. Because if my opinion, like the Stampede match and this, they're two for two in regards to I did like it. the Stampede match. It was great, man. It was great. And WWE does it well, too, where not mm. everything is so beat to death in terms of like, you know, we have to make cinematic matches. I think given certain circumstances, yeah, you want to see some really cool and different stuff, specifically with like a performer. So I think a guy like Darby Allen, who, I mean, come on, that spot through the mirror. Yeah, oh, that was crazy. Insane. Uh, literally, literally my favorite spot of Sunday. I love that spot so much. And to, to mirror or like the window cracking down and hitting him in the back of the head at the end. Yeah. It, I, I'm sorry. I'm a sucker of violence. And that, it, it just made me laugh. It was very slapsticky. And I thought uh, that was enjoyable for me. Right. It had like a really good levity to it, even though it was something that was serious and had like a real serious tone. Mm-hmm. I think the level of violence that they had that night was perfect, even with the exploding barbed wire death match, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it, I think it all worked out. Um, I think one of the weaker notes is the women's division in AEW. Yeah, I, I think that you know I think they're fully invested in Sheeta, which is cool. Um, but I, I want to know who is who's going to be the dominant force to try to take that belt away from her. So, uh, you know, it, it it seems like it might be Britt Baker, but they're just uh, tying up the. Um... The, the few with Thunder Rosa. Yes, the few with Thunder Rosa, which they'll be main eventing next week, and I think that's really cool. I I think a that's giant the step. most. I think that's the most important women's match in AEW right now. Mm-hmm. For sure, you know? and, yeah. and, and I think, and this is no knock to Sheeta, but when you care about a blood feud over the world champion, yo, there's a problem. Yeah, a <laughs> I'm, problem. I'm, I'm saying. You know, and and I think they have a really good women's division that is developing in front of our eyes. Like like Ty Conti, she's good. You did not see her enough in NXT to realize how good she was. Then she starts working with the Nightmare Academy. And, you know, I think QT and, and, and Dustin mm-hmm. are really, you know, they're really working these new signees and they're really working these, these, these you know, these, these younger crop of, I'm going to call them kids because I'm older than them. I'm almost 40. So, um, <laughs> so you know, you see these, these, this next gen and it's like, yo, then she's coming out and she really stepped it up. Same thing for mm-hmm. Anna Jay, you know? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, you have veterans like Serena D who, who, well, she's great. <laughs> I but, forgot uh, Anna J was injured. I'm so I'm so sad. And, like, and Serena Deeb. Serena Deeb's out too. Yeah, what? Out too. Yeah, oh, she's out too. Yeah. So oh, that's so, like, so you know so you have like certain building blocks and foundations that mm-hmm. are hurt right now. That okay, but now you get to see a Thunder Rosa who I don't know if she signed that they haven't really made an announcement that she signed. And I know mm-hmm. that she's like you know. If she, didn't get the, if, if she didn't get the graphic yet, the, uh, you know, so-and-so was all, it don't count. Yeah, it don't count. But I, I definitely think that since Thunder Rosa has shown up, I think the women's division has improved. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like due to her politicking or NWA's politicking, but they have given her the shine that they just for some reason haven't given to Sheeta. Well, I, I think... I think it also comes down to there's a language barrier with Sheeta. I think she doesn't cut promos. 
Well, so she, like, she can she, speak English, but they they don't give her a lot of promo time. They only give no, her promo time for uh, vignettes or the pre-recorded stuff for like the right. tournament and uh, for the vignette before the title match. Right. Has- and and what I think okay. works and what I think mm-hmm. works, and this is why I, I want my performers who don't speak English to to shine in, in the language that they can crush it in yeah. is because you're going to get a fiery promo. Right. Mm-hmm. Asuka really started to stand out when she started to speak everything in Japanese. Yeah, just like fuck it, I'm speaking Japanese. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, I thought it. it was great. I'm doing it. Um, you know, I, I thought one of the greatest things that Lucha Underground would do was a majority of the promos that were cut were in Spanish. Pen- and, Pentagon and I, was a very good promo. Right. Lucha. And, and yeah, now he had that, a good one last night. Last yeah. night. And it was mostly done in Spanish with an English translator. So like I I want Sheeta to come out and just ice everybody in Japanese. Just talk her shit. That, that that's what I want. I, I think that is. It, I, I think it's you. It's it's special. It's honest, and I think you will really get the version of Sheeta that we don't see now. Mm-hmm. So you know, but I think they do have a division that's growing. I, I think Gunther Rosa is so good that you wanted to put it with Brit because it makes Brit better. Yeah. Oh. Absolutely, definitely. And this is crazy because when we were on Wrestle Rap, we were like, we want to see these women shine. And I think AEW since then, which I think it was uh like last around last fall or start the start of uh winter around then, but like stuff has been improving since then, like slowly yep. but surely. But like now we're gonna get our first women main event in AEW, and I think that is a huge leap. Um as far, uh, as far as like how I feel about some of the um, the stuff on Revolution, I, I, I said it before, and this is why AW doesn't really connect with me all the way, is that I'm not a big tag team guy. See, I am. Yeah, so... They, like They have a really good tag team division. Like I, com- yeah. like, I completely understand that my disconnect with AEW is the fact that there's, like, a lot of multi-man and there's a lot of tag matches, and they, like, their shining light is their tag division, and that's why I am not the biggest fan of this pay-per-view. There's just a lot of tag matches. I did like the ladder match. I thought it was really cool. Uh, Street Fight, best match. The Hikaru Shida match, great. I seem better from her in general. Um, I don't, I don't think uh, that match was all that great. Uh, Quan, how'd you feel before we, we get into the main event and talk about, about, about the women's yeah. match or just the pay-per-view in general, yeah, just pay-per-view in general. Um, so with long, <laughs> um, yeah, I, I had, I had a little problem with the length of the show. I don't think that, um, the Miro Kip Sabian best friends match needed to be on the show. Um, I didn't mind it. But Cyrus, we were talking before the pod. That could have been a, a dynamite main event. But that seems like they, they're going to go main event. Anyway. That could have been a pre-show. I mean, yeah, I, I, hey, yeah. I, hey, I, I was being nice. I was being nice <laughs> saying yeah, that. Could nice. Be. <laughs> but I totally agree. Like yeah. that could have happened at any point in dynamite. And then yeah. for this revolution, we could have gotten to Miro and Orange Cassie singles match, so they both can just move on. Please, but it doesn't seem like that's going to happen because they're having that arcade cabinet outside the ring whatever the hell master having oh boy is whatever this is this is what miro <laughs> wants to do hey and he's dragging hey, but, orange cassidy down with him um but besides that um the show was fine um 
this, I think personally, yeah, I disagree with you, Cyrus. I really like the women's match. I think personally, I, like besides besides the street fight, that was my favorite actually actual wrestling match. That was my favorite mm-hmm. actual wrestling match oh, yeah. of the show. Um, but outside of that, you know, Tag Roy- Roy- Battle Royale was fine. I told you about Bear Country. I told yeah. you about those guys. Uh, bear, 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 bear Country. I, I, liked, think- I like them a lot. Their their presentation and how they debuted them uh, was really cool. I well, like they debuted in, on the pay per view. I thought they yeah. were very interesting. I, you know, if people tell me that they had a good match on Dynamite or Dark, I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, um, but but yeah, let's get into, let's get into the main event because I got some the, things I want to say. The main you event: know, Kenny Omega, John Moxley, an exploding Bob wire match. I I. I'm just gonna keep it brief. Um, it should have been a, it should have been a light tube death match. I think that would have been, I think that would have been a lot more interesting. Uh, then you know you don't run into this weird r- rigmarole with you know who set yeah, up man. the explosives, yeah. the uh, you know placing blame, trying to you know force these excuses or really trying to put a band aid over the situation. Uh, See, this, bro, this is my thing, right? I think this light tubes. I think the light tubes would have been cool. But, but this is my thing, though. Nobody asked for this match. They didn't have to do this. <laughs> they, they like they chose to do this. Yeah, and I understand that. Like, if you're gonna set off explosive, you could only do it one time. You can't, you know, practice an explosion. At least I don't. Th- I'm, I have no, you know, expertise in that kind of thing. But I don't think you can just practice an explosion. But like. They didn't need to do this. This all could have been avoided. They could have done any match they wanted to do. They chose to do this match. So it's just like, why? <laughs> if you couldn't guarantee there was going to be a big explosion, why would you do it? Why would you risk that on you know people paying $50 for your pay-per-view? I, I saw the photos of like the explosion live, like how it looked in the arena. It looked pretty damn good in there. Did it? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, just like the photo from I saw, it looked pretty damn good in there. Oh I think gosh, they could have. It didn't translate on television. That's all yeah, it, 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 it didn't. Like, that's all it is. It literally didn't look well in the camera. And I, when people ask, when I say it could have been better, people are just like, ow, oh, with the spark. Camera tricks, baby. We've seen. Smoking mirrors, baby. We, right, but we, there was also a malfunction, though, too. More should have went off. More should have been detonated. There was a yeah, problem. That, 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 that I think it was like, like a problem yeah. with one of the switches. I but think, also, uh, at the same time, too, if you watched any of the Japanese exploding barbed wire death matches, most camera of them tricks. Done, not, not even camera tricks, but most of them are done where the crowd's 20 feet away or they're in like a, you know what I mean? Like, if you ever watch old FMW matches, you like, that's yeah. what I'm saying, though. Like they, they have a whole football field right over there. They, they could have right in the football field, which they could have, and they should have, and that way you could explode everything without shards of just stuff. <laughs> that's what I know. Yeah, it's um, right there. I I think like not to sound like a pyro, uh, you know, pyrotechnic expert, but I think there definitely could have been, you know. Not sparklers. Like, I think the sparklers is what, like, added insult yeah, to injury, that's... honestly. <laughs> but, like, I think if they would have had something that produced more, like, more heavy smoke, like, uh, like, a, uh, like a smoke bomb, like the little tiny firework joint, and you use the ring post cameras that shows, like, Eddie Kingston, like, just holding Mosley, and then you just have one of the, like, the smoke bombs, like, covering the mirror. I think that uh, uh, covering the... Um, covering the camera i think that would have just made it look better but 
all the explosions and all the stuff like that. I I, I thought it was like whatever. Yeah. Uh, but to talk about the match, I think the match was fine. I uh, you know, these kind of matches it can be limiting. There's no ropes. Um, yeah. Brutal. I think it's a good brutal spots. I appreciated um the first even like the first five minutes of them teasing even you know anybody touching the ropes or getting electrocuted or shocked whatever it is. Um, good pacing, very creative for a. I, I mean, I'm not like a, a death match connoisseur. I've seen exploding barbed wire matches before. I've seen you know death matches different. I haven't seen one like this before. I thought maybe a little long, but besides that, it was good. My own, really, my only complaint was the ending. Um, and I, I can't even. I'm not even gonna blame the competitors for that. It just yeah, no, it's the situation that happened. It's like everybody, that. everybody made their jokes online. Like it is what it is. Like I saw people trying to like they just like AEW dead or whatever off that. It's like no, nobody was no nobody yeah. was saying that. That that that's yeah, a big cap. Yeah, like shit happened. It is what it is. Um, I I just kind of feel bad for Eddie Kingston. But even they even on Dynamite this week, they they, 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 they did they the best a, they could. They did the yeah. best they could. Like they it, put a bandage on it. But it's it funny better, as like it was better than doing nothing. It's funny as someone like personally, I suffer from anxiety and things like that. So like, you can't really like, you can't like, poo poo on. I I get thing. that, but when he was mentioning jail, like him about to serve jail time, I was just like, all right, let's let's dial it back. <laughs> uh, it, but like, I mean, they did the best they could. I think yeah, I think Eddie, Eddie Kingston and John Moxley are good enough talkers, and Kenny are good enough talkers to the point where like they can fix this situation and. People are gonna forget about this in situation yeah. in a promo yesterday. They yeah, killed. That's what I'm saying. Dude, well, dude, I'm dude. current. I'm always stuck in 1998. B. It was the best. <laughs> it was, they're money together now. They're they're a tag team. Um, listen, that match. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. The the uh, for for exploding barbed wire death matches, I don't see many. Uh, I mean, it was serviceable. It was okay. Like I. It it is what it is. Uh, on a, like that's kind of more or less how I feel about it. And I did think the promo that they did, I if it it's better than saying, "Oh, Kenny Omega and Impact didn't really do it well." And I was just yeah, like, they, "Oh, they, that that's not that that doesn't." That's not cool. the best thing, I, I give <laughs> I will give them credit for that. For you know the situation they were in, they they did it to the best they could. Yeah. Um. Real and, quick before yeah, just, uh, uh before yeah. We yeah, I just talk about the ending of uh, Dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, I appreciate the double angle, um, but I'm gonna be honest with you. Just before we go, okay, I'm not gonna try to get no, 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 no. It's cool, it's cool, it's cool. Um, I don't care about that MJF faction. That's the most five. I like. I, I think. I think all of them are fine wrestlers, but I'm be honest, they do nothing for me. FTR did nothing for me. Sean Spears did nothing for. Me. I, I think they're fine wrestlers, hey. but. They feel it, very. It feels very j- just kind of generic. Yeah, the, this is the four horsemen that people desperately wanted when they were tweeting at AEW. They're finally. You can't say they don't listen to fans. They're finally getting it. My yep. thing is what the situation is. You were on Chris Jericho's hip for the past three months. Where the hell do you have the time to form this faction? And now <laughs> I hope they explain it a little better. Oh, they yeah, it a and, and, and and now that you are a part of this new faction, who is truly in charge? Is MJF in charge or is Tully Blanchard in charge? Well, it's Tully Blanchard is in charge because he's Tully, okay. He's Tully fucking well, Blanchard. Well, we That's how it should be. We we will see. We'll <laughs> see because it already seems like MJF doesn't really play well with others and doesn't like taking orders. So 
I, I thought think, it was very... I think I think Tully is the Belichick and MJF <laughs> could be the Brady. And yeah. you always need the play caller, but you need somebody to go out there and be suave and debonair yeah. and speak and do all the actions that you want it you can't do in the ring. So mm-hmm. I think it's cool. I think that you explain it easily where they were gonna jump MJF in a circle. Tully's sitting back there with the boys, and he's like, no, 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 no. I like this kid. Let's go out there and save him. Wardlow was already part of that squad anyway, so Wardlow's out. Let's grab him. Let's go. It's a real simple, yeah. easy explanation. I don't think we really need to get into, like, I, I don't think it needs to be overcomplicated. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's the right amount of, like, all right, let, let's do it, and let's just, let's just see yeah. where it goes. But do we need another stable in AEW? That's the question. No, well, especially we, if they started another stable too with Matt Hardy and his boys with um with Private Party and uh Butcher and Blade. So, yeah, uh, it, it seems <laughs> it, it seems like the uh, the Kingston family is done for now. I thought I think that's very weird, but yeah, uh, the the new four horsemen that's going to be their thing, and inner circle as faces. I'm. No, you're, you're, you're going to have to do some heavy work to, uh, but for me to be sympathetic about Jericho, uh, Jay Hager, and, um, and LAX, like, or Pride and Powerful. Like, it is what it is. And then uh, just, just to wrap this up, um, Christian Cage versus Kenny Omega should be an interesting match whenever that happens. I don't know. Uh, the next pay-per-view is pretty far away, so we'll see how they manage and navigate through that. Um, Darby Allen and Scorpio Sky, excellent match, fantastic. fantastic. Uh, definitely one of my favorite matches this week. Um, the six, uh, no, it, yeah, the, uh, the six man tag between the women, it was cool. It was cool to see Maki Ito do her thing. Like they absolutely let her do her thing, and I thought that was uh, that was cool. So oh, I tweeted, put put the belt on Maki Ito. Oh, absolutely. Just put she, the championship on Maki Ito. She she's she's widely loved. Uh, and yeah, uh, it, it's glad to see her on Dynamite. We'll see how much they use her going forward or her and uh, Rio Mizunami. Yeah. So should be interesting. But that is it for our show. Uh, you can follow me at H underscore visibility on Twitter. You can follow Quan at the comeback spot. You can follow Emilio Sparks at Emilio Sparks and Russell Rap. Well, yeah, yeah, this stuff. I mean, you know, just, yeah. just follow me. I, I just do it all. I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, Quan, we got to get you on Wrestle Rap. You got to come back. Um, I, would, I would love to go. De- on definitely, uh, uh, cool and fun conversations on there. Yeah, you know, maybe we'll talk about wrestling. Maybe we won't. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it, it happens. Eventually. We, 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 some East Coast kids, so we got, we can, we got a lot of stuff in common, man. I'm from Connecticut. I don't know if you know where I'm from, so I'm right next door, bro. Bro, I hated that fucking drive to Connecticut every day, bro. Where, where were you going? <laughs> oh, were you going to Stanford? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So, how is it three hours of traffic to come home, bro? Hey, how does that bro. happen? Uh, standard standard highway thing. You know what I mean? You know, you know, you know how it go. Yeah, I know. It was just a time vortex that would just suck the ever loving like life force yeah, out of me. For sure. But yeah, man, we gotta have, definitely gotta have you back on site. You definitely gotta come back on new episodes every Saturday. So if you want to come mm-hmm. and hang out with me and the Mighty Vin, you could do that. Follow us if you want to wax poetics about professional wrestling. W R A S S L E R A P. Big shout out to you guys. Big shout out to everybody else on the A Show. Mm-hmm. Meals. 
Johnny Five. I appreciate you guys, man. Thank you. This was fun. Yeah. Appreciate you, no man. Problem. Uh and yeah, that that's our show. See you next week. Uh I I absolutely can't wait for the main event of Dynamite this week. I think it's gonna get the live watch first. And uh, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but uh peace out everybody. <laughs>